some of the players have to go because he, he's guilty of not recycling and refreshing the players in the squad. There's a lot of dead weight and a lot of all I'm doing, all I'm doing is talking yeah, about yeah, Arsenal and yeah, he's, yeah, getting, yeah, he's yeah. getting annoyed. Yeah, because the way it is, Liverpool fans didn't. I felt he, he deserved time. Mm-hmm. And I felt that the environment that he was in was very difficult to work in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you're listening to us, you're tuned into another episode of Podcast Pundits. I'll be your host for the day. I go by the name of Strives or Striver. I'm an Arsenal fan. Been repping Arsenal from day dot since I came across Ian Wright. And yeah, man, we've had some some low times, but we're having some good times right now. But we we won't go into all that at this present moment. I want to just introduce the cast for the day. We've got a brilliant episode ahead of us. To my left, we've got one of our guests. He's a returning guest. He supports Liverpool, but he goes by the name of... Bod's hair. Um, happy to be here. Basically, I'm even happy to have a second call-up. That means that I can't even... I'm ineligible to go in and have a podcast because I've had more than one visit now. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but Liverpool fan, um, I support Liverpool because of Phil Babs. Nah, I'm playing. Phil Babs, yeah. I'm playing. But um, yeah, Liverpool fan, happy to be here. Um, yeah, looking forward to the episode and yeah. Just happy to be here again. We love that, man. We love that. And we've got another guest. This is also a returning guest. He was here last week. The, the fans were loving him. The guy was causing up a stir. Jeez. And he's back just before he, he makes that flight, flight back to the UAE. I hope I haven't given it away. But he goes by the name of... My name is Bobby Randy. Please say the Randy. Come on. My jeez. <laughs> Who you supported, bro? Just in case they didn't catch it last week. From day one, I'm a big Man United fan. Jeez, okay, Man repping, United fan. Ripping the Red Devils store. Ripping the Red Devils. We're going to have a good episode ahead of us. Now we, we move again around the table. This is the fan favourite from early. Undisputed champ. <laughs> the the reigning undisputed heavyweight champion. <laughs> he goes by the name of Come on, Joey Nomadic in the house, aka Joey, aka Mr. Two Gun Earn. Yeah, man, looking forward to a good episode. This is what, what my maybe fifth glass of wine. Jeez. Hey, let's have it. Let's have it. <laughs> let's have it. Just, just in case, yeah, we've we've got listeners that are listening to us for the first time. Who are you supporting today, Joey Nomadic? Yeah, um, supporting hashtag United, Dalit Chamler, and one and only Liverpool. FC. <laughs> jeez, jeez. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Listen, I'm just gonna let you guys know where you can find us. Um, you can li- literally find us on social media platforms, podcast.pundits on Instagram podcast pundits underscore on twitter and podcast pundits on tiktok and then obviously if you type podcast pundits on any digital streaming platform you'll be able to catch this podcast tell a friend to tell a friend we need you guys um guys how was your um how was your week man do you guys get up to anything in particular obviously we're missing oh sorry we're missing della strada we're missing marley mile and we're missing drayman Regular um, programming will be back soon. Della Strada's had it, obviously, we, we've been telling you for the last however many weeks, he's he's having a big occasion. He's already, he's he's now, he's tied the knot. We don't know where he is, but <laughs> maybe he's on a honeymoon or something. 
Drayman, he, he's he's had something happen to his knee. So is, is he walking now? Uh, apparently, but it's affecting his ability to to talk. I don't. I, I, it's either that or it's the Newcastle game. Has he but... got knee pads like Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> 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 yeah, he's in the, the Texas Rattlesnake. Oh, yeah. he, he, he sent in an official doctor's note saying that he's he's unable to attend the podcast until Wednesday. So, yeah, sorry guys, if nah, you're a fan of Drayman. And then obviously Marley Marl, he's um still recovering from tonsillitis. But word on the road is they they knew that um Bobby one day was back on the podcast and they knew he was that hiding, yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, knew hiding. they knew that he was out I, for them. I can't even lie, man's disappointed them too still, but he's calm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to even want to smoke on them, but still, just want to set just, the record straight. Just see what they're saying. You know, like yeah, yeah. look at the next man's highs and like <laughs> while they're talking and see, like, do you really believe what you're saying? You know what you're saying. That's what. That's what I was on. But boy, let's see. Like when I come back, maybe these guys will be on the mic. Yeah, um, man. We hope so, man. We hope so. Flex. Did, did, you, did any of you guys catch the boxing? Did you care? Did you catch yeah. the AJ fight? Yeah, my man's a big um, AJ fam, fan. Fan. Um, his family. Yeah. Um, oh, you're, you're related, yeah. His family, still. What do you mean, like, like it's just family, your, your daddy's just, cousin or something? No, just, no, we're family, Nigerian. still. Okay, we're no, family, it's, it's like, Nigerian, man. No, 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 we're, we're all family, still. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good people's AJ. <laughs> so, like, after the fight, a lot of people are saying that this guy should like hang up the gloves, mm. and they're saying that because they think like. He's lost that kill it. Edge. Wait, yeah. what, what happened in the fight? Did he win? He, yeah, he, won. he won. He, he won quite comfortably as well. On points? Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is the other guy good? It was a good fight. No, you, no but is he a good fighter? I, no, I don't know much about him, but he gave him a, a fight, innit? He's basically, yeah. the, the only thing we know about him is he kind of went hammer and tongue against Dillian White. Mm. Um, Dillian White uh, says that he beats him, but he beat him by four rounds, but it, it was probably a bit closer than that. AJ beat him unanimously, like... Probably ten, 10 rounds, rounds to two. Yeah. I'll say ten oh, rounds. Okay. Yeah. yeah, ten rounds to two. But AJ didn't. He he got his nose bust in the first round. Yeah. But he, he he left the fight with no scratch, no mm. mark on his face. But we all wanted a knockout, and we didn't get that knockout. So we're basically wondering, AJ, do you really want Fury? Do you really want your Joe Joyce's? Yeah. Do you really want your Wilders? You know what I was saying about uh, that fight is damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. I was yeah. like, I wanted a knockout, but then. If he knocked him out, he just knocked out a bomb, and <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't knock him out. AJ's a bomb, so I feel for AJ. I didn't really learn anything different with AJ. I'm glad he was hurt. I mean, I, I mean, I was glad he wasn't hurt. Yeah, I'm glad he like he came out still looking fresh, um, ready to go back, go back in. But I don't think he's ready for um, Fury in the next round. I want him to fight another bomb. Well, as a second have, fight, do you have anyone in mind? Oh, no, I, I, basically a no namer. I don't even. I don't. I don't think I even want to um, see a a, a a what's it called um, White and um, AJ fight. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. So about, I, I want to see. I'll, I'll oh, see, I'll, 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 I want to see, I want to see an AJ versus Joyce. I don't want to no, see No, I don't name, even man. see that because that one is, I'm even scared. No. Nah, I'm you, scared. I think Joe Joyce can. You think Joe Joyce is Yeah, Joe Joyce is on, is on the thing now still. So I want to see AJ knock someone out and then boy, go but, for your. Go but for if, your if you think Joe Joyce is going to take him, why why do you even want to see AJ? Just because he's Nigerian or? No, just because he's fam and like he's a real people's champion still and like I think definitely AJ's been hard done by by his success. Yeah. 
he doesn't deserve people to call him shit. No, he doesn't no, deserve no. like people call him a bomb or you can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. Like that rant, I was even there. I was at, I was at a fight um, in Saudi and literally when Come on. he was at, when he was on the mic and he was saying what he was saying, I actually believed him. I understood what he was saying. Yeah. Whereas I think- well, Even when he said, Bishy and All of that. You're in you're Saudi, <laughs> bro. He's <laughs> 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 in Saudi still. So you have to talk as them like them. But um, I got it. Like- He's, he wasn't born a boxer. He learned boxing and he got to the top and now everyone's saying, yo, saying um, X, Y, Z. So, like, I want AJ to make peas. He doesn't need the peas, but I don't actually believe in, in, in when the next man will tell you, oh, you don't need peas. Let him continue making his money. Yeah. Of course. He's got, he's got another three, four years. Dan, Dan, you used to be like a big AJ fan. Is that yeah. still I, the same? I, or? I'm, I'm still a big AJ fan. I, I, I felt like I said, if he doesn't knock out Franklin, um, I need a new favourite heavyweight. Mm-hmm. But when I saw Franklin's performance, I was like, you know what? This guy actually is not somebody that comes down to, comes to lay down. Mm-hmm. He actually comes to fight. Um, and also, I acknowledge as a, being a shorter person myself, it's harder for a taller person to punch down to a shorter person than it is for a, short, for a taller person to fight with, you know, someone that's kind of equal to them stature-wise, mm. whatnot. And and we saw that with the AJ and Ruiz fight. Mm. So actually, if you're looking for, like you're saying, Bobby Wanda, you wanted him to just knock someone out. Yeah. Franklin was probably poor matchmaking from True. his promoters, to be honest. And you see with like Franklin, it's like, it's like football. You know, like when everyone's playing, or a team's playing Man United, they're literally going to play the best football ever, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. they're dead. And that's what happened with Franklin. Like he... Well, it's it's funny you said football because yeah. that's what we came in to of talk course, about. Course, so course. unless, was it, who's AJ <laughs> fighting next? Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, who, who, who knows? But uh, I, 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 I see where you go with it. It was quick second. <laughs> I'm busy, fuck that shit. <laughs> I don't really want to hear about that shit no more. <laughs> I will you. So let's get into the first game of the day and it's going to be a big one and, is yeah, I personally think it's one of the biggest talking points of the weekend. Yeah, big time. Um, we're gonna go straight into the title race. Manchester City mm. played against Liverpool FC. I called it last week still. One of my um, um, correct predictions that scoreline. Score. I didn't. I didn't give a scoreline, but I knew like Man City were gonna like blow like blow Liverpool away. I knew it. All right, well, I was one of the people that expected Liverpool <laughs> to um to to do a job of Liverpool. They they literally had just that one job, just mm. just come away with points or a point, and um they they failed to do both, and um they ended up losing that game by four goals to one okay. after they took the lead via Mo Salah, who enjoys that fixture. Mm. He, he, he 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 tends to turn up against. I heard Mo Salah just likes scoring goals. He doesn't like produce anything for the team. Still, that's what he does. That's puts the, puts the ball back in the back of the net. Mm. Yeah, I don't see him do much on the pitch these days. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give the um the microphone to our guest first, if you don't mind, Joey Nomadic. He's also an avid Liverpool fan. Bods, um, Bods. Obviously, you watched. I'm, gu- I'm guessing you watched the game. Did you watch the game? Yeah, I watched the full 90 minutes. You watched the full 90 minutes, yeah. Just before we get into that, what what was your expectations prior to the game? How did you feel Liverpool were going to fare against Manchester City? Um, it's funny because um, before the game, I don't know that like, on the back of an international break, I thought we could do something. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought we could do something. So um, 
was kind of half-hearted or optimistic about at least doing something and not necessarily winning the game, but coming and showing that this is Liverpool. We still got a fight in us. We're still going to give you a match. What was what what was that based on? Why why did I, I you feel know. like you uh, could do something? One, we done well. We done well in the the big games. That's the first thing. I think, I think I heard somewhere that we got the best record amongst the big six. Okay, I, heard, I can't. Yeah, so um, that was the first thing, and we needed a reaction on the back of international break where, you know, it kind of knocks teams out of their rhythm. So it's like you could really catch Team Cold on the back of like coming back after a two week break. No Harlan as well. Yeah, I just felt that, yeah, we could get something from the game. But um, it wasn't to be the case. The actual performance, it was just sloppy. Slow, sloppy, lethargic. Like I said, when I was here last time, speaking about Liverpool, it was like, I just don't know. There's an issue in the camp, personally. Okay. Um, because Because Liverpool, when it comes to... Okay, so like cities don't win at Anfield. No, they don't. Right, yeah, so they've never won at Anfield, I don't believe, actually. No, they, they, they have. I think they won um, I think three, two seasons ago, three seasons ago. I don't think they've won the under pan- Pep Guardiola. Yeah, during, in the pandemic season. They won. No. We, we'll, have to, we'll have to check that. But I, in, my, in my belief, I don't believe they've won. At, um, so I, I, don't, I don't believe Pep Guardiola's won at Anfield. So I can understand if a Liverpool fan went into that game expecting a little bit more than you got. I've spoken to some Liverpool fans outside of the podcast and some were actually expecting to to get a drum in. Were you one of those fans or did you expect it to be a lot, a lot more competitive than it was? A lot more competitive. Like I said, I went into the game with a little feeling that mm-hmm. we could show something here. Yeah. Not like I said, not necessarily win the game. Man City winning the game, not a surprise. The manner in which they won the game is. Because like I said... Right. Um, you don't need much to motivate yourself against a team like Man City. Like for the past four or five years, it's been Liverpool, Man City, neck and neck at the top. So there's a little bit of a, a rivalry there in terms of, okay, this is Man City. Just remind them who we are again, kind of thing. And just kind of put a dent in their title aspirations if we're not going to be challenging them. So what, but, what did you want to take from the game? Um, I took a lot from the game. Again, um, No, so what I mean by that is, sorry, I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but... I just want to obviously just put everything in perspective for the listeners. Did you believe that you could get three points from the game? Because I don't think you had I have won at the Etihad in the last five attempts. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because of our record against like the top six teams, so I thought uh, it's a bit of a long, long shot because obviously when you the sixth place team plays the first place team, first or second, sorry. Yeah. You don't expect the sixth place team to win, but. Um, especially away from home. Especially away from home. But it's kind of something that Liverpool do. Yeah. So um, I think I'm just having a tough time getting to grips that this Liverpool isn't the same Liverpool. So I thought in the back of my mind that we were going to leave with something. Yeah. I, I thought the same, to be honest. Yeah. i got a question. Um, Jules, you said that um, it's not the same Liverpool. What needs to change at, in Liverpool? I don't want to say... I, th- I think... A lot of things have kind of like left, for example, like Michael Edwards. I think Delestrada has always alluded to maybe all the good signings being Michael Edwards rather than Jürgen Klopp. Mm. But I feel like um, what needs to change is either the players need to go Mm. and we need a refresh or potentially Klopp needs to 
I think he needs to be given a season to rectify this the same way he was he was able to rectify the last time he was stinky. Mm. He needs to be given a season to uh, rectify it. If not, he has to go or some of the players have to go because he, he's guilty of not recycling and refreshing the players in the squad. Mm. There's a lot of dead weight and a lot of stale, staleness in there. Like this, the stream has not been running. So yeah. we're basically like stagnant water at this point and it stinks. I, I appreciate the honest answer. And because, yes, I definitely believe you guys definitely need to refresh your players. But I, I think um, I wanted to see... Do you believe you need to refresh your defence? Because a lot of Liverpool fans and a lot of mainstream media and other podcasts, other talking about, yeah, your midfield is so old. Um, you need new legs in your midfield. But I literally think it's your back five is no, no, the problem. It is that for Alisson Sound, Konate is still a decent player. I believe so. I think Andy Robertson's a good left back. Is I he, think he, he's, he's probably, for me, he's still the best left back in the league. Like I, like Luke Shaw has been alright, mm. Zinchenko has been alright, but I've still not seen enough of a body of work from those guys to say that they're up at the same level as Andy Robertson. Mm. Um, I think we've changed the way we play, and not by choice. It's happened because we've got like dinosaurs playing in the midfield, so we can't play the same game that we've used to play. But Klopp is still trying to play it, and I think that leaves our defense exposed. I think uh, like um, Mali. Marlon has always alluded to like that ACL injury does a lot to you and I mm. think Van Dyke hasn't returned the same. Yeah. Do you think he will? I think um I, I don't know. I can't say if he mm. will or not, but I wouldn't if I was a manager, I wouldn't bet on him coming back the same. I think the redeeming things is that we've got Kanati, we've got Robertson and we've got still got the best goalkeeper in the world, if I'm gonna be honest. Mm. So, so, so do you, do you need defensive renovation or I think we need we need another centre back in and one that questions Van Dyke's um ability to lead. So we need a leader, another leader. So you know like Raf, uh, Man United got Rafael Varane. Mm-hmm. My only criticism of Varane is that I don't think he's a defensive leader. I think he is somebody who plays exceptionally with a Sergio Ramos or a Virgil Van Dyke in his prime. We need somebody who can do the talking and the leadership and the arrangement of the back line. I don't know who that player is because I don't know if he exists now. You know, they don't really make centre-backs like they used to. So I think it'll be hard to find. But I think personally, we need somebody who reminds Virgil van Dijk that you can't just live off your... Um, best years in your pre- yeah, 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 and coach through games. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. again, do you remember there was a period where he used to uh, jockey defenders and he used to always be able to get the right position to block shots yeah and he used to always do that never used to really engage the so, player so, so what's but now he's now? doing that now and he's not sharp because you can't do that kind of defending when you're not a sharp player because the play the ball will go through your legs or the ball will go ra- wrapped around you in it so yeah okay. how long has van dyke been not good um i would say half of last season and the whole of this season so because like this, this is months. this was the ninth time this season Hmm. That um, Jurgen Klopp's side has conceded three or more goals in the league. Yeah, and and I think twice has been against Man City. Obviously, the um, no, I don't, I don't count anything that's not in the league. If I'm going to be honest with you, no, yeah, yeah this is mm. no, because we we beat them one 0 this season. Yeah. What, okay. Okay. So but, I think that might have been the, the League Cup. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. So you're you're just talking league, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because cup, cup games, are, you you can bring out a different yeah. team when you play yeah, against another team. Yeah, well, different but mentality. Cup, cup but game. but for Liverpool that were com- competing on four fronts last season, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that that's that is flattering. And I, I bring that I bring that up just to ask what what do you think has changed? What's changed in the dressing room? between literally last season and now. So quickly, I know you're looking at Bods when you asked that, but you guys know the story of Icarus? No. No, go on. So basically Icarus is, um, I've forgotten what his dad's name is, but he basically made these wings out of wax and feathers. Honestly, I don't And then he put, he, put on, he put on his son's back and so his son was able to fly with the wings. But then he said, don't go too high, close to the sun. But his son flew up high, close to the sun, and then it melted all the feathers and the wax, the wings fell off his back, and then he died. So bring bring this home for me. So Liverpool playing on all fronts here. I remember one of my boys was like, bro, you need to just focus. I think even you said this, you need to focus on cups. If you go in on all four fingers, you're going to leave with nothing. Okay. We tried to go for everything. We got too close to the sun, bro. We lost everything. And so we've lost the, the, the effects are this season. The ramifications are coming to this season. We, we've been stinking out the place, bro, because you went too hard last season. When are you and I guys think the going to happen to Man United as well. When are you guys going to turn on Klopp? Because I've, looking at him... No, I just said he's got a whole another season. You can to give him another season. 100%, another season. bro. So, so, Some so, people don't believe in credit. I believe he's due enough credit because mm. we were in... We were like Man United when he came to the club. Okay. And I, I would say then, he's got a whole season. Though. I think he's got a whole no, sorry, not a whole season. He's got another season to start, yeah, and to give us something. The season, and then if he's not, if it doesn't look like anything's changed within the season, he can go the same way. Potter's. I, I like I like the question that um, Bobby Wanda's asked um, because right now the the murmurs around rival fans and the media is Klopp isn't motivating his players. The players aren't playing for him. Klopp looks tired. He looks fed tired. Up, fed up. You know, was was it the seventh season curse? Mm. Um, and I, I definitely that's, wanted that's to... That's a huge curse, you know, seventh season, yeah. bro. Yeah, <laughs> a long time. And, and you know, does it have legs? Like, but obviously, Joey Nomadic, you've given us a little bit. Bods, how are you feeling about Klopp? Um... I'm happy for him to be at the club. Like, <laughs> Joey, Joey's laughing at me. But, um, you, no, you, don't, you, don't, you don't sound that convincing. You know, you you know what that. it is? I'm, I'm disappointed. You, are, are you really happy no, for look, him? I'm really disappointed that he hasn't. I don't think he's tried enough. He does, he's done a lot of weird things that I think has hampered what? the team's results and what? outcomes. Like, yeah, just, his decision making on yeah, Saturday was terrible. Man. What, what, what are the weird things? Give me some give me give me some examples. Subbing off Salah. Yeah, subbing off Salah when Salah scored a goal, like not playing Nunes through the middle. Mm-hmm. Subbing off Nunes when Nunes is our most threatening um, dangerous player on the day. Mm-hmm. Not changing the system, not it's just so many things. And what I want for my manager is to be able to adapt. We know the kind of football that Klopp plays. And we've watched football long enough to understand that things could change. Tactics cannot work sometimes. Mm, right. So what I want to see is sometimes you just need to go back to basics. Okay, guys, we're not going to play a high line. We're going to drop deep. We're going to defend. And we're going to try and nickel go on the break. And then just build up confidence. I feel he's just going in 4 3 3 press, do what we do, do what we do. And it's not working. We haven't got right. the personnel or we had the personnel and the personnel are not up to scratch now to be able to perform that way um, this season. So you've seen that. Um, it's, it's interesting because, like I said, when I watched the Newcastle game, 
against United, that was everything Liverpool used to be. Yeah. When I watch yeah. Arsenal play, that's everything Liverpool used to be. Liverpool take too long to get the ball back. And because we take so long to get the ball back, then... Well, why Why is that? Is because that because, is they haven't got the legs. They haven't got the intensity. It's all let lost. Well, why, why have we not got the intensity? In because, the because the players are not motivated. I yeah. think the combinations in the midfield are not right. You, you said they're not playing for him. Yeah, I don't think they're playing for him. The body language is wrong. The team structure is wrong. Um, I feel that a lot of the big players have let the team down. The Van Dijk, the Robertsons. So what what happens if Trent, um, a team if, yeah. if, if, a, if a team isn't playing for their manager? What what is the solution? Obviously, like um, obviously we've seen in the past when players stop playing, the manager gets shown the door. I it, think is is that, is that what's happening at Liverpool? Are they have they stopped playing for Klopp? I think Klopp needs to like turn up and like change things up. Like you can't keep on playing. Klopp, um, Trent right back. You can't keep on playing um, Virgil um, in the middle. I don't know if he's a captain, vice captain. Like, get these guys out of your team and like try something new. Yeah. Like, show, 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 show these big boys that that, that hey, I'm the boss. That, like. Not that I'm the boss, but like, look, you man are, are, are not it. You, you need you need a break. Like, watch, let let um, let your um, young guns um, come in and um, like stake a claim. To be fair, I don't know who can. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. What's it called? Um, Kanye and uh, what's his name, Matip, and maybe yeah. you know, you know, with with Klopp though, what what he used to do. So I don't. If you guys remember when he first came, it used to be straight shootout. Yeah. You score four, we score four. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. Five, yeah. then um, you know what? They reduced the attack a bit, and mm. then it was like we'll score two, maybe you score one. Then we got Virgil win and we had a solid defence yeah. and we'll score two, three, plus four and maybe. We'll ugly yeah. as well. And we'll win yeah. ugly and we'll grind out results and all that kind of stuff. But then he was able to adapt every time in it. So he would change the way they play, maybe tone down the attacking this mm. or he'll bring in a, a Kate or he'll bring in a Virgil van Dijk and all that kind of stuff. We've been stealth for the last two years. Yeah, there's there's well. nothing that he's adapted to the game. The only thing he's changed this season is like, well... We're going to get rid of money and we're going to get um, Nunes. Nunes in, who's a different kind of player. We're yeah. going to try and fit him in. But he's only had to do that because Luis Diaz has been out. Injured, yeah. If yeah. Luis Diaz wasn't out, we'd be playing the exact same way we played last season. Okay. So he's failed to recreate football at Liverpool for the last two seasons. And that's why I think I was saying before, we're, we're stagnant. There's 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 not been any change in this. Like, and I think the biggest problem is that he's afraid to get rid of people because he kind of nurtures this family vibe at the club. Yeah. How, how long? If you had if you long, had this choice, we, we now them will still be at the club. How long do you put up with this? Because you guys, I'm reading between the lines. You guys aren't signing like you want to stick. Like, like I said, we'll, I'll give him another season, bro. Because he. So, so Joey Nomad is giving him another season. Yeah, yeah. Bods, what are you what are you saying to me? Obviously, we'll give him the rest of this season. Rest of this season. Oh, well, as in regardless of results, regardless yeah. of where we finish, okay. so and then judge him season, from the start. Yeah, have a preseason, rebuild the team, and then is, I is don't, Klopp capable of rebuilding the team? Do you have the confidence in him to? Do I, have that? The, I actually have the confidence in him to do it because at least now I think he's seen his team for what it is, right? And now I expect him to act on that. Right. I, I don't necessarily have the confidence, but. I'm excited to see it because um, I don't like last time I was saying for me personally, you should have been getting rid of Mane and Salah, Salah at the time last season because mm-hmm. even though Salah is like a thing, big goal scorer, bro, yeah. you're the reason we've been shit is because we've been relying on Salah to get the thirty plus goals this season. He hasn't gotten it, and now we've looking stink. We're looking stinky because the reliance on him is so heavy. Right. So but, that basically we we'd be ahead by one season. 
if we had, had gotten rid of those players and we'd had to deal with it and then bring players in, like Man United would be ahead if they didn't bring Ronaldo in and they kept Mason Greenwood in the attack. So now, now that they've brought Ronaldo in, they're behind by one season because they've had to like basically make up for the time they bought somebody in that's not going to progress as a team. Fair. And the same thing's happening to Liverpool right now. I, I heard that, but obviously in Man United. I disagree. In, 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 in Ronaldo, in Ronaldo, Man United. I don't it's want to not Man United's time yet. Just to go back to... I, I wanted to clarify your point, sorry. Ronaldo, <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo came guy. and was uh, Man United's leading goal scorer. Yeah. He, he did his job. He, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He scored... He scored goals. Because he did and his job. He was a leader. Were, other players weren't able to do their Disagreed. job. Disagreed. Like, I, I, yeah, let me know. We'll, we'll, okay, we'll yeah, we'll, 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 we don't we'll even need there. to. But, but speaking of like, keep, speaking of key players, sorry, mm. gods, speaking of key players and stuff like that, City were missing Haaland. Yeah. Because obviously we've spoken a lot about um, Liverpool and I, I do need to move on. But I, I don't think it's right I move on without actually talking to the team that gave Liverpool the, the, the smoke that has got you guys feeling so despondent <laughs> right now. And obviously... Um, Were you talking with, about Haaland? Yeah, Haaland, Haaland wasn't in the team, but obviously City are able to click without Haaland. Yeah. There, was a, it was a, there was a brilliant performance from Julian Alvarez. Did you, what did you guys make of, 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 his, um, of him coming into the team and obviously taking up that pressure of being the, the talisman for the game? For me, when I watched the game, I didn't think City were that great. They weren't that great. They weren't. I just felt that we just allowed them to do what they wanted to do. Like Jack Grealish got a lot of praise for the during the match, and it's like I'm doing know. the same thing he does yeah, every week. He, he wasn't that great. He was no. just like I said. We just stand. We stood there and watched them do what they wanted to. It, do. It was like the Real Madrid game. Yeah, yeah we just kind of let them. We watched I, them. That, that Grealish, I, I have to disagree with you. Did you I see the Jack Grealish second? Was it the second goal? Jack, Jack Grealish no, was was fourth goal. He was he, no his second goal. His fitness what, was Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jack Grealish's fitness was quite up there. You you saw him getting involved in the defensive transition mm. and the attacking trans- transition. Bro, it's just he the one time, per- man. Well, you know, English people love when they see uh, track back. Yeah, yeah. bro, man. Like, that wasn't that wasn't nothing to be excited. That was he, terrible from Salah, bro. That's he, pathetic from he, Salah. He, he he beat he he won his individual battle against he did, Trent. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Trent tried to even play a little bit dirty with, with their little little sly kick in the head or whatever it was. That was an accident, bro. He was he wasn't looking. But but do you think Jack? Grealish played exceptional or do you think I think it, I think that was actually one of his best games for City but, and it just showed the, ev- the evolution of do you, do you not watch City? I watch City he does that every week not every week <laughs> the only thing that is different is the goals mm. and to, to, like that second goal for example bro there's no way he should be getting to that shot or that ball before whoever was covering for Trent but because we were so second, shit and lack of, day, was, lack of days um, KDB no no here's Jack Grealish's second goal did he score two goals? He didn't score two goals. No, no. no sorry, he, sorry, he, he got, got the assist, assist and his goal. Sorry, he's he one goal. goal. Sorry, but, yeah. but once upon a time, obviously he's up. Uh, he might even be still their most expensive signing. And yeah, I think he is. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and he, he he was struggling to get into the team. Pep kept him kind of kept him on the periphery of the team at all times, and then slowly just bedded him into the team. And now he's 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 almost an unquestionable starter. So I I, I think it's unfair to just say this is what he's been doing because I don't think he has been doing that. I agree. I, like, sorry, but no, I, no. And I also think like with, even with Pep, Pep might even might even drop him in the next game because Pep does... He's, no, because remember Foden, Foden's had his appendix oh, yeah, true, out. Yeah. So I think Foden played not... Was it the last game? He scored in the last game before the international break. So I think he was expected to start. But I think... Like I said, Jack Grealish has been doing the same thing where he's having the same ball, um, maintaining, keeping the ball and dribbling well, penetrating the box and trying to square the ball off. Today's the only 
well, one of the only days he scored past Arsenal, but he scored past Liverpool as well. So I think the only difference between his games and his usual games is that he scored goals and got an assist. Can, but can, other than can, that, he's can always... City take a lot from this game? Obviously, missing one of their key players. People have wondered, can mm. City function without Haaland? I, I believe they've proven they can. Mm. Alvarez was just his, um, his seventh start in uh, the season. He's bagged 13 goals mm. in all competitions so far. Um, can City... Um, push on challenge for the Champions League challenge for the Premier League irrespective of whether Haaland's in the team or not have, have City proven definitely I think I think um, against Liverpool that they have and it was just to me it was a perfect example of of Pep being Pep in a sense that it it didn't just need um, didn't need Harland. Um, what's it called? This I think this was like one of the best games I saw. When, what's his name? The Bruyne up actually playing um, proper. Yeah, was, he, he turned up for this. Yeah, game. He, he turned up. So, and I think with City, and that's what I was trying to um, say um, last week as well. Last week as well is that City have got the minerals to turn up all the time, and like this space they're in now in the season, the, the final um, what ten games or nine games. This is what they're used to. This is their bread and butter. We're gonna see. We're gonna. I don't. We're not gonna see them like pull up, um, um, ease up. I think like this is what they do. Like I, I couldn't disagree with you more because if you look at the last couple games that um, Harland has played against Liverpool, mm. and not not even for Man City, Virgil Van Dijk always has him in his pocket because that's the kind of defender that Virgil Van Dijk loves playing against. So um, I think City actually benefited from Haaland not being there because Julian Alvarez was all over the place. Mm. Haaland's link-up is not good. So there's no way that Haaland could do what Julian Alvarez was doing on the pitch. That ball that he played out to Mahrez, that's that's not Haaland's kettle, in it? So I think uh, Man City actually benefited from Haaland not being a top man and being isolated with Virgil van Dijk, bro. They've actually... this. this KDB hasn't played like this all season for a reason because Haaland has been doing that when Julian Alvarez is coming to play with KDB and these guys are doing whatever it is they were doing on Saturday. Just, Man just City to, has just, suffered for that. Just to wrap it up, Man City have put in a, a brilliant performance against Liverpool. One that I, I, I thought Man City might drop points. How does this fare them in the title race? Just a, just a quick word from each of you. Um do you think that this is enough for them to overturn Arsenal or do, do you think they fall up, come up short? Um, it's a, it was a good win. It's good. a good co- confidence booster for them. Whether it will be enough to catch Arsenal, only time will tell. Um, City, I've, I've seen their fish. It's aggressive. Yeah. It's aggressive. Mm-hmm. And it's they going to take a lot of, out of them. The Champions League, even the side of the draw that they're on, mm-hmm. some big games. And I feel that I think if push came to shove, they'll prioritise the Champions League over the league. So um, you went here last week. I'm going to push you for just just on this one: City or Arsenal for the for the Premier League. Arsenal. Okay. Can I change my answer from last season? Last of course, week, of course you can, Joey. Yeah, I'm going to change it to Arsenal because <laughs> because uh, like I said, what I saw from City is um, a different kind of like a different team. Okay. I saw a city of old right. on Saturday. The city with Haaland is a, is a bit like I, f- I can see where he's kind of stifling players in the yeah. team. Drop okay. points. Yeah, like, yeah. So your 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 understanding is Haaland's going to come back and stifle City. He's going to get goals yeah. and he'll probably get three points for them. 
but but I would I wouldn't put my money on City winning winning all of their remaining fixtures, and I would right. put my money on Arsenal. Yeah, first Bobby one day are you still the same or? I'm still the same because I don't like you, and <laughs> <laughs> but I like I, I like Arsenal. That's, uh, a, that's a I like to get over. Hmm? Not liking him is a big thing to get over, bro. Boy, it's, 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 it's it takes your team like, getting spanked four one. Like, guys, guys, I've been extremely humble. I'm not too sure why I'm getting um, abuse here, but no, we're but, gonna to move on to that. Uh, you, now you you just lost your opportunity. No, let, me, let me just let me end this. Like, like, let me just say, like as I said last week, it's it, it's up to Arsenal to like lose it. Yeah, um, but I, th- I believe City will always will be on your backs, and pause. we'll see. Pause, pause that. Let's pause that. We, we, we don't, we don't have anyone on our backs. Pause. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to Arsenal, actually, um, I think that's the just the next game that we should move on to being in the title race. Arsenal mirrored the scoreline, um, defeating Leeds four goals to one after a spirited start from Leeds. It looked like they were were kind of getting a rubber to green to begin with, and um, yeah, it, it, there there was a there were a few talking points to, to to discuss in the game. I don't want to go, I don't want to spend too much time on Arsenal because we, we we've seen this is kind of what Arsenal have been doing. You know what I mean? It, it gets a bit tiring talking about the same thing. Arsenal mentality monsters. Arsenal since we lost that game against I can't remember was it City or Everton. Yeah, City. We, we've won. We just we've, we've, we've not drawn anything. We've won every game. Seven so, wins, I believe. Seven wins. Yeah. As has, as City put a, sporting. As City put a streak like that together this season. I think they're in the. That's four wins in a row. I think that's the first time they've done it this season. Yeah. Right. So Arsenal have been doing this. So yeah, we're not going to spend too much time on talking about what we already know. Right, but um, obviously I'll, I'll start off as being I'm an Arsenal fan. I thought um, <laughs> this guy's actually stinks. <laughs> oh. No, so no. Obviously, not seeing Saka start the game, I was a little bit, I was a little bit shocked. Um, shocked in the sense that this guy has literally, I think he started every game for the last. Um, I, I think I saw a, a stat like. Um, he started all 52 of our um, our games kind of thing, just kind of epitomising how important he has been to us. I blamed Gareth Southgate because he played him for 180 minutes unnecessarily during the international break. But it seems like he had a little bit of a, of a sickness. But bringing in, we started with Jesus up top. We had Trossard and Martinelli. Rather than having the wingers that were playing wide, we kind of played with inverted forwards. And it was just good to kind of see like a, a different style, a different um, a different kind of um, strategy that Arsenal can approach a game. Um, Jesus, I felt like Jesus didn't have his sharpest performance. In, 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 some, some may disagree. Is that his first start in the league? Yeah. It's his first start since the Zimbabwe. Yeah, so it's, I mean, but you know, for he he was we saw his his dribbling brilliance. We saw his ball his ball control. Obviously, winning that penalty, I was of the opinion opinion that the penalty was a bit soft. But I know at the end of the day, if contact st- is contact, contact is contact. You know, so ailing. You know, he 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 had a bit of a nightmare there. The penalty was dispatched brilliantly. Um, is it? I thought it was a poor penalty. No, it was a good penalty. He sent the keeper. It, it wasn't in the far corner, but he definitely sent the keeper. Down the middle. 
I think it's to the right of the middle. No, it was really down the middle. Okay, like, it, was a, it was a poor penalty. Like, if the keeper stands there, he's saving the penalty. So can yeah, I ask yeah. a question, Strauss, uh, or of course you can. To, to the pundits? How long is um, Saliba and um, Tommy Asu out? Um, Tommy Yasu for the season I, yeah I think Tommy Yasu is out for the season okay. Saliba uh, need no time frame Saliba, there's, there's no time frame in it. It, it, it's it's guarded uh, okay. what, what the media has reported on it mm. but it seems like it's a back issue so it seems like it's one of those ongoing things that mm. it, it, it needs a Treatment. it needs a long term solution okay. but he can get away with it so okay. it seems that what Arsenal's looking to do with Saliba is kind of manage him and maybe only play him if necessary, like for instance, I think Arsenal's next. Well, I know Arsenal's next game is at Anfield against Liverpool. Okay, you may you may see Saliba appear for that, but Rob Holding's doing a job at the moment. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad you said that because I was, that was that's where my I was gonna like ask you like I, how confident are you with having Rob Holding um, as one of your centre backs? Yeah, Rob Holding. I, I I haven't been that confident uh, purely because. I've seen Rob Holden let the team down and let me down as a fan in the past, um, namely against Tottenham when... Um, Penalty. Yeah, like when Son, like he, he screwed him to, uh, mm. to be over. To be fair, like Rob Holden was more interested in body slamming him rather than just holding his face when he got elbowed and Son would have got red carded. But instead it was Rob Holden that got the red card. Mm. So what... Funny enough, um, I believe that the experiences, the whole team, the whole squad um, experience from last season is what's going to hold the squad in good stead for this this run of the remaining games for this season. Because we've actually had the disappointment of wanting top four and missing out by a couple of points. And we know what that disappointment feels like. We know what our mistakes were. And I feel like we're going to take that experience into this title run. And I, I, I'm still of the opinion Arsenal can um, pip City to it, especially with a, a five-point advantage. And just seeing a game against the Leeds was brilliant. If you, Trossard, that's coming. I think Trossard's now got the most assists in, in the Seven. league. Yeah. And, and if you Good just signing. see the way that the faint, the, like he's just brilliant. He's, he's, like, he's a magician on the ball. The, the assist he gave to Jesus. First and, try, just to cut you off. Hmm. In, just going back on Trossard, has he exceeded expectations of yourself or did you know this was the player you were signing? Yeah, I, I knew. So when when we when we we, we missed out on Mudrik, was it? Yeah, blessing Mudric. in disguise, blessing in disguise. Well, you've forgotten him already, yeah. Yeah, I don't even think he. Yeah, I don't. Who, who? What is his name? The, yeah. the, the most I've seen of him was maybe fifteen minutes against Liverpool. Hey, that was a blinding, yeah, blinding fifteen minutes. Yeah, and, 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 and that was it. But. Trossard has he literally he plays ball he's he's slotted in he fits in with the team he, he honestly so is that what you expected from him because I'm not gonna lie I did yeah play is I like did. he was always a good player for me but it's like taking his game to another level. no no remember after that hat trick against Liverpool bro yeah, we we in our group in our Liverpool group we were talking about Trossard coming to Liverpool it's, it's a good finisher yeah 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 definitely I yeah. felt it was a good mm-hmm. finisher but in terms of his link up play dribbling it's his it, awareness. Okay. Yeah. The way he's like slotted into, he's added another seamless, dimension. Seamless to Arsenal's attacking play. Yeah, like he's undroppable at the moment. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he's like putting chances on the plate for guys. It, it, it just we're, we're just fluid, and it just gives us it just gives us it gives us a brilliant problem to have because gen, genuinely you can have Saka in there, you can have Jesus in there, you can have Martinelli in there, you can have Trossard in there, it's and even. 
Eddie Nketiah, he's coming back from an injury, but when Eddie Nketiah was called upon, he did what he needed to do. You get what I mean? And Nelson, whenever we've called upon him, he's like, Arsenal's just in a brilliant place. Like yeah. we, We've got this squad a, a squad that literally every single player in that squad has a job and has a need and they feel that need. As in, we don't call them, if you're not starting the game, we don't call them subs, we call them impactors. And every time that they come in, that's... that's Bro, I can't wait for this to end in tears. <coughs> but you just said Arsenal winning the league, man. I haven't because I'm covering, I'm covering, hedging my bets in it, but, <laughs> but listen, man, I pray, I pray, I pray. All it is, is like, all I'm doing, all I'm doing is talking yeah, about yeah, Arsenal and yeah, he's, yeah, getting, yeah, he's yeah. getting annoyed. Yeah. Because what it is, Liverpool fans didn't envision no. the, 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 the 20 point. No, this we're, wasn't we're supposed like, to happen. Yeah, yeah, it like, wasn't in anybody's script. Exactly. So we, we, we finished 20 points behind you. Now we're like 30 points above you. It's not fake, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be equal. Yeah. <laughs> it's equal. <laughs> yeah, we'll break, we'll it's break equal, even. bro. It's just They'll break even for sure. Just, just before, uh, I mean, like I said, I, I, don't, I don't feel like we need to dwell on Arsenal for too much longer. But how do you think Ben White responded to being? Is it fair to say he was snubbed for England? Yeah, I think he was snubbed, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I don't even think he cares. Though. I don't think he cares because no, no, he definitely cares, man. Yeah, he was snubbed. If he cares, I think he should have. Um, um, vocal about it. Like you be, you be um, vocal because you're, no. you're, top, you're top of the league, like questionably. Just always be like no, but if you if you think about it, it's it's not super important True. games, in it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not a big deal. Like, has he got caps already? Though no, yeah, no, no, he's got a couple. Yeah, has but okay. my, my question is like, if I was Ben White, Ben White's had a brilliant season. Yes, we understand that he has struggled or he hasn't put in the performances in the last couple of weeks. But overall, he's had a probably been the best right back. In the prem, like in terms of consistency, but my thing is, he's a centre back by trade. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking at the England squad and I'm seeing Harry Maguire's name in there, oh, hundred yeah. percent. I'm thinking, hold on, he doesn't play games. Like yeah. I've had a better season. This guy, why that, is he? That's, I think that, why, why that is he might there? be why he left the World Cup. Yeah, I think that's why yeah. he went home. We've um, yeah. he respected himself. Yeah, yeah that, that's so, what we yeah. we've discussed. Like yeah. we we didn't think he personally. I don't think he's a better right back than Carl Walker or Reese James. Yeah, because that's of, not his natural position by of, trade. And um, people that like bombardiers. Yeah, but in terms of playing in the back. I, that's somebody I've had in high regard since yeah. it was at Leeds, isn't it? So, it, like I, like you said, if Harry Maguire is there, he should definitely be yeah, there. 100%, because yeah. that made no sense. Um, yeah, it was, like, it, was, it was nice to see him get a goal. And it was yeah. definitely a snub, and he's what he's got two goals in two games at home, right? From the same kind Bournemouth. of thing, in it? Coming same in at the back post yeah, as well. Yeah. And then he scored yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. first, his first goals, isn't it, in Premier League? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the guy's the guy's a quality player. Yeah, man, yeah. Ben White is a really good player. I remember mm. when um, you guys signed him, and people were yeah. people were bulking the, the fifty yeah, million. Yeah. Thing, and I, I yeah. thought it was worth yeah, it. Yeah, I bro. thought that Ben White, he's going to be a top top defender. Who were, I can't remember um, um, who were, people were comparing Ben White that fifty million to uh, somebody else. To, yeah, to another player. Yeah, I think somebody else moved for like thirty million. I think and Kodate. they were comparing. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Kanate. <laughs> It was. A, it was another. I, I can't recall. It might have been Dan Burn. It might have been Dan Burn. Oh, no, I think no, no. Like, maybe I can't remember. There was a comparison. Yeah, 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 I can't yeah. remember. The last thing I want to bring up, though, before we move on, is obviously Arsenal's. Uh, I mean, we we have kept quite a few clean sheets, um, but this was an opportunity. I think to pit. Was it? We may have gone above Newcastle in terms of clean sheets or equaled their record. How 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 do you think it might cost Arsenal that the fact that we aren't keeping 
clean sheets in games where maybe we could have, where we're where it could come down to goal difference in the title race. Nah, I don't. I don't think um, the league we won on goal difference. No, okay. there'll be season. there'll be points involved in terms of two or three points either side. I think with the clean sheet thing, I, I, I heard somewhere that Arsenal's defense record at home is worse than away from home. So away from home, you keep clean sheets at home. You always concede the odd goal. Yeah, yeah. But if you're killing teams early doors, mm. it doesn't matter. I think with, with the Bournemouth game, it might be a concern if there's another game like that. But other than that, yeah, I don't, I don't I think it's that big a deal deep. because yeah. you're scoring so many goals. Yeah, and you're killing teams early. Like, is you're playing 90-minute game, you're, you're 3-0 up at like 60, 70 minutes. Quick quick look ahead. Arsenal, yeah. obviously, I'm here. We've got two Liverpool correspondents here. Arsenal versus Liverpool at Anfield. How do you expect it to go down? That's it, where it always goes down. Liverpool win. Okay, I respect that. I expect an Arsenal win. I think it's going to be a tough game, but... I, I think it's going to be a draw. Like a proper score draw. And what do you think? Nil nil? No, oh, sorry, I said score draw. Sorry, um, um, like couple of goals. Oh, okay, uh, two, two. Like, two, and, two, and two, two, one, end. one. And it's one of them ones whereby like Liverpool are going to go hard for it, but li- like, um, Arsenal can like they'll run out of steam, but they'll run out of steam, and, and they can they can they will every like all big teams will take a point at Anfield. Taking a point at Anfield is like the equivalent to three points to some, so. I can see that being a, like a draw. It's rich that you say that considering Liverpool beat you 7-0. Mm-hmm. But anyway, going to um, Manchester. That's got to be like minus six points. <laughs> no, no, not even. It just happened. It just, things like that happen. Yeah, nah, he forgot it's himself fun. quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was talking real flagrant. No, nah, I think, I, think um, I wouldn't put my money on Liverpool winning. But I can see them winning that game. But yeah. if if I, I was mean, to, if course, I had you like can't, you can't, you twenty can't, pounds, you can't you can't write Liverpool off at Anfield any day, any day of the week. If I had twenty pounds, I'd do double chance Arsenal, and and then hope that my odds would be better if I did double chance Liverpool. Yeah, you'd you'd make money there. It'd be a but, tough game. This is the best Arsenal coming to Anfield for about five or six years, and we'll see that on Sunday. But I feel that Liverpool's home record against the bigger teams. Yeah, with the crowd behind us, Just I feel that brings us through. Yeah, it will bring us through. What, what, what do you think are the ramifications if Arsenal lose or Arsenal win? I think if Arsenal win at Anfield, Arsenal win the league. Simple as that. Yeah, it's a simple. Really, it is truly yeah. as simple as that. I think if you win against um, Liverpool at Anfield, and we win in a not convincingly with the scoreline, but in a convincing enough manner. Yeah, like not like Chelsea, we were like lucky to win. Kind of thing. Let's no, just say no, we won I, and I we know, deserve to win. No, I, I just think you win at Anfield, you win, you win, the, the, you, you win the league. So that, that's one no, of those no, grounds that you have to do. Yeah. You have to. No, win I'm at. saying what? What are the implications if Liverpool win and, and they win deservingly? Not not like Arsenal oh, okay. could have won if, it, but if, Liverpool, if, win if deservingly. Liverpool win deservingly. Liverpool win deservingly. Then it's just another mentality test. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean. And and we've seen Arsenal pass those. How do we respond? Who you got after Liverpool? Yeah. Do you know? Um, after Liverpool, I think it's West Ham. Okay, yeah, away, yeah, West, West Ham away. Well. That's a good just, bounce just, back just, game. Just just before we, it's not going to be a bounce back game. But just before we we do go on, <laughs> obviously Arsenal have recorded um, a points tally that is higher than any points tally Man City has recorded at this point of the season after the amount of games played other than when Man City, um, the, the Centurion season. When they, yeah, other than the 100 point season. So I just want to obviously just put out there that what Arsenal's doing is literally above and beyond what we are all used to 
we all used to witnessing. This isn't no asterisk kind of season. Arsenal is a team to be reckoned with. So, what did you mean by that asterisk thing you just said? No, because some people may have been like, you know, like when Leicester won the season, some people have thought, oh, okay, all the teams dropped off. This is not that kind of season. Arsenal are just performing. You don't think anyone else has dropped off? I mean, teams have dropped off or teams have raised their level and other teams haven't kept up. It, it, it depends what the way you look at it. I, my, I think, my, my, my whole thing is, I think the Premier League hasn't dropped off. The Premier League has kept the standards up. Arsenal have just raised their standards too. Yeah, I think other teams have improved, but Liverpool and Chelsea have definitely dropped their standards. But I think teams like Brighton... Teams like Fulham, Newcastle, Newcastle. Of course, I think they've improved. Brentford have improved, so I think that balances out the fact that Liverpool and Chelsea have been it, shit no, this it, season. In fact, it makes it worse because you've you've named more teams that have improved and yeah, teams yeah. that have dropped off. We've we've yeah. left a hole for that's been filled quickly by more teams. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Therefore, these are more teams that are performing at a higher level, and Arsenal still have the points. That yeah, they correct. Have. So correct. I'm just trying to say that. Hold on, Shaw. Just going back to um, Arsenal having the most points at this stage of the season compared to Man City's any season Man City has had at this stage other than the 100 point season it's funny how it's interesting how Man City are still on your coattails despite the season you're having like usually in in a normal season you should be 12, 13, 14 I think that's just credit to Man City credit to Pep Guardiola because like for instance like you, you say that but then I think the thing that's more interesting is Liverpool probably should be on our coattails the same way Man City are you guys should be in a position where you're um, kind of, you don't drop off the way you are dropping off. Man City have found a way to still stay competitive despite maybe not competing at the level that, but, but, or, or being impeded by Haaland, as we've said in yeah, earlier. But I think, I don't think Man City are in your coattails. You know, I think we're only saying that because Man City is Man City. No, no, they're, they're, I think, no I think, they are on our They just have to beat Arsenal. But I'm saying, like, like, let's say this was last season and it was like Man City at the top and Man United had an eight point gap. We wouldn't be saying that Man United are on their coattail. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's, it's only eight, because it's, Man it's City is Man it's, City. It's an eight point gap with a game. In, they have a game in hand. Five points is not that much. Yeah. And five points is that are. much where you still need to play each other as well. Five points is two games. Yeah. But. I still think, let's say, for example, if it was Man City that was top of the table and Arsenal were behind them by eight points, I don't think people would be thinking that, oh, Arsenal on their coattails. Yeah, I think it's because it's Arsenal. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. think it's because Man City, in it? So yeah, I think yeah, yeah. So it's, at it's, the same it, time... We've, we've, been, we've, been, we've been kind of... We've been facing this all season, but that's kind of what makes the Premier League great. But you don't have showed us so, enough. So, so Joe, you don't have showed us enough. that five points is a big enough gap not to feel the pressure? Of a team behind you. No, no. I, I think even if it's eleven points, you're always going to feel the pressure. But I think, it, like I said, if it was Arsenal chasing Man City, I don't think we would all be saying what we're saying now. Yeah, I think it would exactly. be a different tune. And yeah. it's, it's literally Man City riding off of their yeah, reputation. their reputation. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Just like Klopp is riding off his reputation. <laughs> so anyway, we're hundred percent, bro. That credit yeah. you have to give credit where it's due, bro. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, credit um, runs out faster, very fast. Let's at the move top. on because obviously we've got Bobby Wande here, Jeez. and um, we need to ask him his views on um, Married at First Sight Australia. I love that. Yeah, I love that's that. Yeah, I love, so you don't know about that. I'm going home to watch it. Man. Yeah, come on, come <laughs> on, come on. Talk about that. Yeah, I'm yeah, going home to watch it. Yeah, so and married and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so what we're really going to talk about is obviously we had the repeat 
obviously we had a repeat of the the Carabao Cup final, mm. Newcastle versus Manchester United. And um, this was a, a, a game that was important for both clubs. True, true. This was a game that was going to have a big say in the top four. And um, Newcastle ended up being the vict- victors, two goals to nil. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to give you a general question. Like, yeah, I'm, in fact, I'm just going to give you the floor. You're the Man United correspondent for the for the podcast. Don't let your United fans down. Talk to us. How did you feel about that game? Respectfully, um, I wasn't surprised. Um, watching the game, seeing the first half, seeing how like, oh damn, the crowd off. We're literally the twelfth man. I was like, okay, Man United seemed a bit flat. Like of our hype, it was due to have a blip like this. And I was, uh, yeah, as I said before, I wasn't surprised. So to round it up, just because it's not that much to say about it. To be fair, um, in the sense that it was a game that we lost, and I definitely believe in our potential come back in, or bounce back after this game. I think these are games that you do lose and, and Man United haven't lost that many games. Like I think everyone's been flying, uh, screaming at all. Oh, we've lost nine, um, um, nine um, away, um, away games. And I'm like, okay, T- to me, I count it at seven or no, but when I say I count it at seven, it's like, okay, I don't, I discount the um, Brighton and, um, Brentford games at the beginning of the t- um, beginning of the well, season. Why do you discount those games? Because that was like that wasn't Man United. That wasn't really Man United. Like we, it, I, I was one of those um, gas fans thinking, okay, yeah, boom, this season it's gonna it's gonna pop off, and then literally the season started, and we and we saw what it was. ETH hadn't he hadn't got his feet in. I thought he did here. because he had a good preseason. Mm. Uh, everybody was looking looking um, looking smooth, and then boom, the lights are on, and no one was there to, um, to like open the door still. So, so Man United's um, away results against the top nine teams, because you said it's not a big deal. You've lost 4-0 against Brentford. Yeah, as I said, the, you've lost, you've lost 6-3 that. against Man-, Man City. And that's Man City. You've lost 3-1 against Aston Villa. Yeah, that's... Uh, you've lost 3-2 yeah. against Arsenal. Yep. Yeah. You've lost 7-0 against Liverpool. Mm. And now you've lost 2-0 against Newcastle. Yeah. Um, that's the top nine teams. You don't think that is a cause for concern? I don't really think it's a cause of concern because... We beat these teams as well. Well, we're gonna play. We're gonna play um, um, Brentford. What I think next? Yeah, that's and we're playing them at um, um, Old Trafford. This is when I'm expecting um, us to have a proper bounce back. I'm excited to see my guy 9 a.m. being back. Um, but again, it's how it, do you feel? How do you feel about that? Because do, do you not feel let down that you you're always having to be excited about him being back? How do you feel that? Well, wait, is he got, fully fit? Yeah, he's back in the squad now. He's in the squad. He's been training for a bit and obviously he had um, a good run out um, against Newcastle. How do I feel? Again, I'm a bit indifferent because players get injured. and He, I, he seems to get injured quite a lot. And I don't think it's intentional. I mean, who, who, intends, <laughs> to get, who intends to get injured, Bobby Wendy? A lot of people. There's, 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 I, I said last week that I wasn't going to bring you back here, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to wonder what was going on here. Hey, that plane can't come see them, bro. Get this guy out of here. Um, <laughs> guys, I'm tired, man. I've got, I've, got, I've got a flight to catch as well. 
But on a, on, on a, I mean, it happens. People get injured. And I'm not one of those supporters to to like to forget about Yourself. that's the way what a player what a player does. Like boom, what's it called? Um Salah can get injured like um next season and then like all next season and then what everyone's gonna be saying oh Salah needs to um like Liverpool fans should um sorry, I'm saying that uh well, I can't hear myself. Any player can get injured. Right. Uh Marshall has been injured. The game moves on. Uh, uh, Man United, we, we ended up getting um, workhorse. Uh, workhorse. To to. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, workhorse. Yeah, look. Um, <laughs> saying, hey, take the floor away from him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> take the floor away from him. What, what, what do you guys make of like Ten Hag seemed to have experimented with his midfield? You guys were mm. missing Casemiro. Mm. You know, United were missing Casemiro. What do you think of Ten Hag's experiment in the? It wasn't really an experiment, man. It was literally what we had. Were you surprised to not see Fred? Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking. <sighs> not really, because uh, like McTominay was supposed to be. He, he, um, he did well against Spain, right? He, he got those two goals. Do you think that might have gassed up a Ten Hag a little bit? He wouldn't gas up. He wouldn't gas him up. But I mean, like because he he, he played the number six, but he's not as defensively astute as your 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 Casemiro, right? And it's not. It's he, not in the same league. But I thought um, <coughs> McTominay being in the, in, the, um, in the squad, he's his actual role was to like um, was it, it was to, to Mark um, to Mark Gomez. Yeah, did you? And think he did a good job. No, he didn't. And but that's not tournament. That's not tournament. Uh, but but shouldn't ETH know that he's not? No, wait, no, he can do capable. it. So why didn't he? I don't, I don't think he's capable. Sometimes, of sometimes you win. Sometimes you win a race. Sometimes you, you lose it. No, yeah. I think he, he underestimated Grimaris by putting McTominay on him. That's that's something that you put your top player on. And Casemiro wasn't available, so I think but they then, have to play but differently. Then, but then. Have they got another number six that can do what Casemiro does? No, but I, I, they, he had to play Fernandez and Sabitzer. Yeah, and but they're I, both attacking my. To be fair, I, I don't I think, think you should focus on marking uh, Grimares because you haven't got anybody in your starting lineup capable of doing that. Yeah. So you need to go on the offensive. And what Man United have been doing all season is playing defensive and playing counter-attacking football. Mm. We've been that's what we, that's like our that's what we do. We've, yeah, yeah. And then obviously Newcastle, like uh, Buds mentioned before, if Liverpool could press like Newcastle. Liverpool would be good right now, but Liverpool pressed the hell out of you lot mm. and it just made it easy for you lot. And then obviously Grimara's having McTominay on him was like walking the park, yeah. yeah. A lot's been made of Eric Ten Hag's like um, tactical prowess, right? Yeah. What did you make of his gamble when he took off Varane and Martinez? I, I appreciate it and I was excited about it because I was like, okay, cool. Because Man United, last 15 minutes, last 20 minutes of the game, we turn up. Like, we literally scored that one goal and then we get that second winner. And I was watching it, I was like, okay, yeah, I was excited. I was thinking, this is, we're, we're going to score. But then, obviously, uh, what happened happened. And it's one of those things, as I said earlier on, damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's all about the next game. It's, 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 have, have you recovered from that 7 0 drumming? Of course, I think we have. Why do you say, of course? Because we're not thinking about it. No one who cares about seven 0 Like we lost it. Like the game is like we, you, haven't, you haven't scored since yeah, in, the have, pre- have in a Premier League game. Anyway, you guys are trying to be on me. I'm Say not, that again. I'm just asking you. Look. Okay, we haven't scored because. <laughs> <laughs> but he said he's re- recovered. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're the okay. only one that hasn't been drinking today, bro. What's going on here, bro? <laughs> one, I've, <laughs> one. I got a flight. 
two. I'm tired. Joey, Joey, Four. this guy cab. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He didn't. He didn't think I was prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Colombian plane. And and also, you guys, you slightly threw me under the bus. You didn't give me the itinerary until until five minutes before we started recording. I've got another question. Oh, give me your next questions, bro. What what um. Ten Hag has come out. Apparently, he's frustrated with Sancho. He's had enough. Yeah, I saw that. Well, I, was talk, I was talking about talk that earlier in the that. group. That's just media talk. Like, I, from what my body language and from what I've been seeing from the, my contacts at United, mm-hmm. Ten Hag is a supporter of um, Sancho. So that particular article was just gas. It was just, it was just a bloody, uh, what's it called? Person, uh, I feel like if you need to be sending your players away for spas and for, retreats for, for mental health psychological right. retreats yeah and then you come back and then you don't have any faith in that player to ever coming back to play yeah. that you want him to be so I think um, he may need to be sold yeah or got I, don't, I, don't I don't think I'll, t- I'll, I'll take him at Liverpool for 5 mil <laughs> you actually said you buy it for 26 million but I, I said 25 he's right he's right I said 25 you tried to take a meal from me I said 25 <laughs> 26 but minor but like yeah that's just that's just dead media talk like that's not okay, true fair enough like the, the, the other um, players that were um, that were um, mentioned in that particular article yes they need to go it's just dead weight does Martial need to go I've been I've been vocal about that. Marshall only needs to go if Man United buys buys two two top strikers, and I don't think Man United are going to do that. I think um, we can have Marshall as a doing the job that Weggles is doing. If Marshall stays uh, pretty pretty much fit, he's gonna he's gonna be on a uh, he gets on a, he plays games, he scores goals. There's there's a bit of fluidity um, when him and Rashford and Sancho play. So. I've been a big um, Marshall fan and selling him now and not having proper reinforcements, it's bad business for me. All right. So obviously before we, um, before we came back to the Premier League, Manchester United were third. Third. They are currently sitting in fifth. Really? After this one, um, one more draw? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's good. Um, do you... Does that change your perception on Manchester United's top four charge? Obviously, I know you've got some games in hand. Yeah, we've got games in hand. and Your, and games, your games are Brentford and Everton. Yeah, winnable games. Winnable games, especially because we've got Brentford at home and... Both games are at home. Yeah, both games. Okay, both games are at home. And we need we need to see the bounce back from the players. And I, and I, and I, and have we seen it yet? We have, we have like throughout this entire season. That's why we've got a cup since seven nil. Have, have, have you? Are, are you satisfied with the bounce back? You got a result against Sevilla, but you you were basically had one foot in the next round anyway, and then you you, you kind of you had your you moved to the next round of the FA Cup after Fulham self destructed. Have you seen the bounce back? that you need to see for Manchester United to finish fourth. When Man United could it, could win it games. Be argued, mm-hmm. Could it be argued that once you've won the Carabao Cup, that you guys are not, have now moved into an air of complacency? Definitely not, um, because we're bigger than the Carabao Cup. And we know that we need to win games. We know that the fans, the media, everybody can't accept what Man United are doing now. Or what? What? What's just happened? Which is losing a game and being a bit toothless, having one shot on target. I don't see that being a two-game thing. I don't see that actually happening. We've got a lot. Of, our games are coming thick and fast. Um, 
yes, we've lost Casemiro, uh, we've lost Eriksen, those are big losses. It's now up to the teams to, for, um, for, for one player. And that's the thing, that's what Man United are, are good at. Literally having one player that just wakes up and... And but scores a goal. That's what you've been relying on. And, and yeah, talisman, and, but your yeah, talisman but, doesn't always show up. That's the thing. Uh, we do. We do have talismans and we don't need all of them to show up. We just need one of them sh- to show up during the match, um, during the games. And that's what we've been doing for, like, for, for, uh, pretty much. So that the, means you season. have just been riding your luck. Because if your <laughs> talisman shows up for you, that means you're riding your luck. But... Is he oh, the talisman? Rashford, Rashford, Rashford yeah, yeah. and and Fernandez. Fernandez hasn't been enough yeah, of a talisman. No, he has. He has because Fernandez has been many, doing, has been cl- has been doing a very very solid job. But how many clutches for, has he for, done for United? Say that again. How many clutch moments has he had this season? For United? Pretty much all the games he plays because he does. No, he literally that's, that's not even close to the truth. Really. It's very close to the truth because um, Fernandez has literally been playing every game, different positions, and literally. Doing what Fernandez does. Sometimes he plays good. Sometimes he doesn't. You don't think you're missing Casemiro? Yeah, we are. That, I said it. I said um, Casemiro and Ericsson are big losses. But again, um, Casemiro is going to come back for the um, Seville ge- um, game. We're going to be. Uh, we're gonna, I think we're going to be. I believe. Yeah, we're going to definitely be um, Seville. The FA Cup is a bit dodgy for me because Brighton is obviously on the one well, um, what, on the up. What's the lowest United have been this season? Yeah, you haven't gone lower than fifth, have you? Yeah, because two, um, the, f- the last two games, I mean, the first two games we lost. Oh, yeah, okay. But, so, yeah. but since you got into the top four, you've been in the, you've stayed there, right? Not really. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, think, yeah, 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 yeah. So if you lot don't finish top four, what does that, what do you feel like in terms of... If we don't finish top four, I'm really, really pushing that we need to win the European, um, the, um, the, um, um, the Europa um, Cup. Who have you got next? Seville. Okay. And we win that, you go into the Champions League. What mm. do you What do you make? Just because I'm going to move on. Yeah. But what do you make of? Because I've, I've seen some murmurs around that um, there's not been much difference between Eric Ten Hag season three and, 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 and Ragnick's um, three season. points. <laughs> what do you make of that? What I make of that? It, I think it's just I think it's just trolls that are that have used uh, the internet, use fake stats. It, I, I don't. I think it's fake news. It, no, no, but it, it's, it, it's it, true it's, though. It's, it's factual. Yeah, I it's think it's actually fake factual. News. That is three What's points that? difference between okay. the two managers at this but, point in the season. But Eric Ten Hag is the second coming of, of Sir Alex Ferguson <laughs> and Ragnick. Really say Regen? They call him Saf yeah. Saf Regen. So, so, <laughs> what, do you do you do you support that statement? And, and if so, why? I'm supporting. I'm, so, I'm supporting Ten Hag. I'm supporting what he does. Uh, what his what his plans are. Is that because of, uh, uh, is that because of the cup win? No, just because of um, oh, Casemiro. Oh, no, it's because it's because of the three points difference. If it was three points less, then you wouldn't have faith in him. Right. Okay. But that three I'm points is the threshold. Uh, fair enough. All right. So you see, we're a little bit flustered. So we're going to move on. Chelsea. Sorry, I enjoyed that segment. So Chelsea have um, lost to Aston Villa two goals to nil. That has also resulted in the sacking of Potter. Did anyone did anyone capture the Chelsea, the Chelsea game? Yes. Yeah. I just saw the goals. I didn't watch the game. I mean, first of all, can I just ask what did you make of his 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 formation, his positions? Oh, of the play? It was wild, bro. But I know that's how he used to play at Brighton. He used to have um uh, wingbacks basically, and you said Webster, White, and I've forgotten who Dunk playing in the back three mm. with um, what about Sally March? 
So much. So much used to play uh, right wing back oh. and Kukurea left that, wing back. They never used to score. Hmm? They didn't really score that many goals, did they? Nah, they didn't. But they used to still have a decent performance in it. Wow. So, so I think he tried the same thing with Chilwell playing there. What I don't get is why is Kukurea playing left centre back? But he does that though. Kukurea has been playing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. why? Why? Because um, to, um, to, um, to keep um, Chimbal, um, to play Chimbal. So why not not just drop Kukurea, bro? Because he's not the best left centre-back. And he plays up there. He's basically in the same position where Trent is on the pitch. So you've got your two centre-backs here. Yeah? You're playing the two at the back with basically two wingers because Kukurea is always pushed up on the edge of the box. And you've got Chilwell, who's just a bit further out wide. So your formation is... Unbalanced, massively unbalanced. So when they, they they always get hit on the counter, bro, because Kukurea is not a good defender, bro. You've got him playing side by side with Kudabali, and when he's there, Reese James has gone forward. You've got um, Loftus Cheek. He had Reese James playing right of um, um, and you got Loftus Cheek playing wide man. Why is Loftus Cheek playing wide man? You know this guy can't cross the ball. Reese James is your crosser. Yeah. So like, what? Just get somebody else. Like all the defenders that they've signed. Why are these guys on the pitch? I don't understand. Why are you playing a back five, bro? Just play a black two with um, two wide men that go forward and then have like Benoit Badashile and Kulabali together or whatever, or Thiago Silva when he's fit with two wide men. I don't get it. Like your formations are not making any sense, especially when you know you ain't got a striker. And you mentioned Kukurella. There's been concerns over him. There's been like literally since he's arrived at... Um, um, at Stamford Bridge and you, I think you mentioned outside of this podcast and I just want to ask you just whilst we're on air um, what you make of Kukurilla in general like do you think that so obviously now Brighton lost Kukurilla and they lost Potter only for them to be at Chelsea and Potter to now be extinct who who have Brighton won out of that? Yeah, hundred percent. They've got rid of a manager that was unable to get enough goals, and they've sold a player worth to me twenty eight million for six. For was it fifty, sixty, sixty mil? Sixty mil. So yeah, hundred percent. But Brighton are up, but I, that's not an indictment on Kukurea because I still think he's a decent left wing back. I just don't think he was able to flourish at Chelsea, and I don't think he's ever going to be able to flourish. Well, I mean, obviously the experiment to play him in a back three just it yielded another howler from himself because yeah, obviously he's head head of back. Put Oli I don't think he's that, that much of a howler because um, he's, I remember he's, he's, he's had a number of howlers. Yeah. He's had a stinker this season. Okay, no, he's had a, a, a stinker of a season, but in terms of his um, um, way he plays, he is a left centre back. He's, he's, not, he's left, not a left centre back, bro. That's what um, what's it called? The um, Brighton um, chairman said um, he, he's a he's a, he's a um, centre back that plays in three at, positions at, at Barcelona. He played wing. I'm talking about at, what he, played, what he did at, for um, Brighton. At Brighton, he played, he played left wing back. Mm-hmm. At Barcelona, he played left wing. At, um, I've forgotten what team he went to on loan from Barcelona in Spain as well. He mm-hmm. played left wing as well. So this guy shouldn't be at the finger of a back three. Even at Chelsea, by name, he's LCB, but he doesn't yeah. play, in, he doesn't operate in that yeah, position. Okay. When he's last man, he gets done. Mm, yeah, so does. like, it just doesn't make any sense. You're, you're playing two players that occupy the same space. The signing was nonsensical. 
I think if he if Man City ended up getting him, I think he would have been amazing. Did, but didn't they didn't Chelsea sign him because obviously Chilwell was injured? No, they signed Chelsea signed him because they outbidded Man City. Okay, and, and Chelsea was signing everyone at that yeah, point yeah, as well. Yeah. But but if he went to Man City, that was the move for him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, the Chelsea move didn't make sense to me. I think we were discussing it, Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a weird one. He didn't need to go there, and the season is currently happening there. Um, is 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 it shows that the environment, the setup, you know, the playing styles is he's looked he's looked washed. Yeah, he's looked washed. He's a he's a decent player. Like I said, he would have been better playing at Man City, where there's a way of playing, a style of play. System. They have they have they have the ball ninety percent of the time. So even if he wasn't good, he would have looked good. You know. Um, so whether he has a future at Chelsea with a new manager coming in. I could see him going. Yeah, I doubt, speak, I doubt speak, it. Speaking of new managers, yeah, Pot has been sacked mm. now. He's um of of the um I can't remember the thirty odd games that he was in charge. Twenty two, um, one seven. Yeah, thirty one actually. Yeah, he's twenty two in the league. Yeah, he won seven, drew seven. No, yeah, lost that. 30, yeah, like, um and yeah, so won twelve of them and lost eleven of them. That's yeah. that's all competitions. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you make? It was Potter. It was was Potter right to be sacked? Well, you know my position on Potter. Um, I may do, but the listeners don't. Um, yeah, you know my position on Potter. Um, I felt he was hard done by, and he was um, yeah led out to dry by the hierarchy. That like I felt he should, he deserved time, mm-hmm. and I felt that the environment that he was in was very difficult to work in. So um, to sack him now. After. What, what made what made the environment difficult to work in? Was it the, the the masses of players that was brought in, or so? Firstly, the changeover of ownership, the changeover of staff. There's been a lot of coming and goings. The, the amount of players brought in, I don't believe that um, the the players were signed by him, or he had a say in signing these players. Okay, it's like oh, here these players just coach them or train them or whatever he needs to do or build the team. I've I. I like I said, Potter is a good coach. He's a good manager. He did good things at um, Brighton. He laid the foundation to... Um, Zerbi. Yeah, for what Brighton are doing today. Like I said, I always believe that he deserved to finish the season, have a pre-season, then judge him for next season. He hasn't got that chance. I felt, I feel that, I think... Was, was Chelsea a step too far for him? Do you think when, even like when the approach came in, he should have re- respectfully declined? I, I, I think it's just too good to turn down. Like, Poy has to show him. He has to be ambitious. Every manager has to be um, ambitious. So, um, if Chelsea are calling and you're at Brighton, you have to you have to believe in your hype. And no, that, and, that's and that's, that's it's not everything that glitters that's gold, bro. And you you have to look at the turd. But that's life, though. No, but you have mm. to look at the turd that is wrapped in gold. That is Chelsea, bro. You know they are habitual sackers. Yeah, you know that they've their owner has left, and you know they're in turmoil, and they're in a massive change. If you've done any project management, you know that change is the biggest thing to manage. And for you to go in there while the club has no leadership or direction, you're kind of asking for whatever it is you get. But Joey, coming back to that, you're saying no leadership or direction. Okay, mm-hmm. so Tom Broly's gone in. Todd, you know, yeah, Todd Broly, he's gone in. Yeah, you know he's the chairman. He's calling the shots. Yeah he's gone in and identified Graham Potter mm-hmm. not Harry Potter 
Graham Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as as the man for him. Yeah. So what direction? And, he, and he's paid twenty two million to get him out of his contract with his staff yeah, from yeah, Brighton yeah. to get him to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So what direction was he trying to take by doing that in the first place and giving him a five year contract? No, no. So all of that is 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 swell. It's splendid, isn't it? But you have to think about it. Like sometimes, yeah. You're coming in and you're doing stuff that other people don't really do. You're taking my whole back stuff to Chelsea. You're paying 22 million to, for X, Y, and Z. Why have you identified me as a player? Because I've done a bit at Chelsea, but for me, it smacks of somebody who doesn't know what they're doing in the league, bro. Somebody who's just come to the league and you're you're, you're trying to about Todd Bowley about Todd Bowley. Okay. Yeah, you've come to the league, bro. You don't really know anything about football. You don't know anything about the Premier League. And you're taking my whole back stuff because you believe I'm this guy. But really and truly, I haven't achieved anything. I haven't taken Brighton to a next level. Mm. I'm on my way to doing that, but I haven't done anything. And you're trying to take me in a position where I haven't really achieved anything compared to other managers in the league. Okay, as a if you were a Chelsea fan, wouldn't you be wouldn't you be excited about what Todd Bowley's doing? Because no, uh, no, bro, because he's doing for me. It's too scattergun. It's too scattergun. You're not signing like you're not signing any of the pl- managers or players that um, that Graham Potter wants. You're buying players over my head. So even though you're saying that, that you're, you're backing me to stay at the club, but you're not you're not physically showing it financially. But, but you know that's um, a, a a regime that um, Potter was doing at Brighton. Like um, the, the players at Brighton wasn't Potter's players; it was Brighton's players. Wait, hang, you don't think that Potter had any input? He was in part. That? He was part of the team. And I still feel like I don't. Again, I don't. I don't actually know, but I don't believe that Potter wasn't involved in these Bro, signings. There's no way that Potter is involved with no way. Uh, Chelsea signing Madwake. Madwake. So let me, let me yeah. ask you this, guys, because obviously just, just to interject in, obviously, the conversation, Chelsea are going to have to bring somebody else in. Yeah. There's, there's a few guys, that's um, Link, Lewis Enrique, um, Nagelsmann. Um, Poch. Um, um, I don't think Poch has been... Um, linked but yeah I believe you know he, he's one of the people, people Antonio available. Conte that would be crazy yeah. what what happens now do, do Chelsea do Chelsea tell that manager these are the players that we've bought or do Chelsea say we're going to give you another 500 or 300 million billion to I don't spend. think they will give him yeah, I don't think they're, they're give a, FIFA not going to allow that yeah. anymore because so, Chelsea have to probably I think they have to spend about 500 million to just balance their books right what do you, what no. do you mean I'm just I don't know I'm I'm thinking financial fair play Chelsea have to sell a lot sell of players, players right yeah. oh sell sell yeah, I yeah, thought you sell. said by, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they have to sell a lot of players so I'm just thinking whoever comes into the team now are they at a disadvantage because they have they, they you get what you're given? You get what you're given, but Chelsea have got good players, and they've got good players. Too many players, but at the end of the day, they've got good players coming in. So whatever manager comes in, they're gonna have that same pressure that every other uh, Chelsea manager has had. Because Chelsea tried to adopt a, a different kind of strategy. Let's get a, a kind of a developer, a, a manager that we can develop, develop a young team, similar to the project that Arsenal's kind of embarked on a little bit. But it seems like they've gone back to what has worked for them in the past. Which doesn't make sense. because You, you don't think it makes sense? No, it but it's one, them, sense. It's, one, it's one of them trophies in the past. It doesn't make sense financially, but it's not our yeah, money. Yeah, well, in the, um, during the Abramovich era, yes. that, that's, that's what he was known for. That, was, that was his that's model. Key. Yeah, that yeah. was his model. Obviously, Todd Bowley's coming in and he's made it perfectly clear 
that that's not my model. That's not what we do here. Yeah. It seems like he's succumbed to the quote unquote the Chelsea way. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what Chelsea's next move will be. Um I saw on Sky Sports News that Nagel's man they have concerns of his age and like that's that's that's, that's, that's if you're capable of doing yeah. a job it doesn't matter. He just, he just, left, he just left Bayern Munich. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you could manage Bayern Munich surely you could manage Chelsea. So is that okay, are they gonna get in someone that okay, this is a fresh guy, you know, we're gonna put faith in him, he's gonna develop a playing style, these are the players we've got, you know, in two to three years we wanna be challenging for the Premier Leagues and winning trophies again. Where, where does where does Potter go? Potter should have went to Leicester. I think he turned down the Leicester opportunity, right? I think think rightfully so because I think it came too soon after getting sacked. And I think, especially if you potentially feel you made the wrong decision, Mm. right now you can't jump into anything. You need to... Have time to think. Yeah, yeah. Soak it in. Take the case studies and lessons learnt. But just going back to what you were saying about um, Chelsea maybe being wrong for sacking him. I think you're right because obviously they backed him, they gave him a five-year contract and there's a big compensation fee and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. And you brought a manager in that you believe should be able to develop the club. I just think the only issue there is that when you're bringing the club's status into disrepute with your performances, somebody has to react. And I think Chelsea, uh, we know they're them for being rash. And I think they've kind of rightfully reacted in that in that, in that that sense. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think um, I get why they sacked him. Personally, I wanted him to stay and I wanted to see what he can do because I think he's a capable manager, but you, you kind of have to understand why they their hand was kind of forced in how badly they've been performing. Yeah, it was. It was. The performances weren't great, but like I said, I feel that there was more than just... I felt the environment, like I said, if you've got like 40, 50 players on a chain of mm. pitch, all of yeah, them yeah, yeah, it's toxic, man. I need to start. I yeah. want to play games. How do you keep the morale... You, know, you, you think he was he wasn't set up for success? That's yeah, yeah, I get the impression that's what you're saying. Yeah, they they should have allowed him to have the summer to get rid of the players and yeah. say these are my 25 and judge him on that. It's hard. Like if I'm a player and I'm part of the Chelsea, I'm coming they're not, in this they're not going to get relegated, are they? No, that's they're, they're, that's they're, not, they're not going to win anything. What's yeah. the Moroccan guy that plays right wing for for Chelsea? Moroccan, Moroccan, Moroccan. I think. Oh, um, my yeah. yeah, bro. Like yeah. when he didn't go to PSG, bro. It's just like, what, what is going on here, bro? Yeah, man? And yeah, I heard it was Chelsea's said. fault in it. Then he started starting every yeah. game. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. 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 Play, players wanted to leave. Then yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you got Obama Young, who um, like nobody's there. banging goals. And like, not not to say that Obama Young is capable, but bro, why is he not getting a shot? Yeah, it's like like obviously he must be horrible on the training ground. Mm. That must be the reason, but. At the same time, like these guys have been horrible on the pitch, bro. Yeah, like, so. okay, I'm with you. Obviously, we we we've we've established that um, Potter turned down Leicester job. That kind of obviously lets us know that that Leicester job's available. So that's two Premier League managers sacked in the same weekend. Brendan Rodgers being one of them. Um, he's a cyclical kind of manager. He he seems a, he, he comes into a team. He does well for the first few seasons, couple of the seasons, and then. There seems to be a little bit of a drop off. We saw it with Liverpool, where he had SAS. Was it? Was it SAS? Yeah, yeah. yep. SAS. And he Coutinho. finished second. Um, you know, obviously he was a, bit, a little bit un, unfortunate with, with the slip and etc. Um, and then he ended up having that season that got him fired, which brought Klopp in, and obviously Klopp revolutionised what Liverpool are today. We obviously seen him come into Leicester after Leicester's won the league. He's won the FA Cup. Um, he finished fifth, just outside of the top four, mm. and That's then twice, two seasons running for fifth place. Yep, and I then, think I've seen him with two trophies at Leicester. 
No, I think no, it's just the FA Cup. I think, I think you, you, might, you, you might be Maybe. Yeah, Shield, the one, the one oh, that okay. the of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then obviously at Celtic, he was mm. successful there, but he's obviously in a two-horse race there. Yeah. Um, so Brendan Rodgers, he's also a man that's been touted for the Gareth Southgate job uh, at times. What do we make of the fact that he's been sacked? Is do is, it, I personally think it was the right thing to do. I think. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah I agree. I think I think after the Nottingham Forest lost, um, was it last season? The, uh, the, the Nottingham right, Forest before the international break. No, when he was defending his FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like he, he was it four four nil. I think it was. Yeah, and yeah. then the way the way he addressed that defeat, I thought like that was the beginning of the end for me personally. Um, what what does this what do what does this mean for Brendan Rodgers? Can, can he walk into a, 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 a club like Tottenham? Hundred percent, hundred I don't feel that his reputation has done any damage. No, nope. he, he's taken Leicester as far as they could go. Yeah. Um, obviously, we understand he had a tough summer. Couldn't bring in any players. Mm. He was losing players. Mm. It's just at that point where he was in an environment where he couldn't work anymore. Yeah. And, he, and he knew you have to bear in mind that two of his star players are leaving at the end of the season. Yeah. They've yeah. they've rejected the contract renewal. So <coughs> is they, it, is and he's that sorry, Madison and who? And Tillemans. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Why why did you not keep Smichael at the club? Because I think I think Cash for Schmeichel is capable of seeing that this club isn't going anywhere. But then don't you say stay with me for one more season? Let's and let's work this out, and and then you know, I'm just I'm I'm would, would it have the... made a difference? Yeah, why? Why? I uh, I think uh, yeah, I think it would have. I'm, what, I'm gonna in, say in it what would've. sense? I just think Michael is is a better option than Danny Ward. He is, but I think I think it wasn't a um, oh, what's his name again? Who are we talk about Michael? No, the manager. Rogers. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was um, a Rogers and uh, Schmeichel beef. I think it was just literally, no, no, it definitely wasn't. Yeah, it was just like literally. I think Schmeichel didn't get the contract he wanted, um, so it, that transfer went over Rogers' head. So I don't. No, think... no, it was, was was his contract. Is it contract or a transfer out? I think he had one year left in the and he wasn't going to sign. Yeah, yeah but... I think um, he let. Leicester know that he wanted to leave. Okay. So, um, it, and I, I it, think it he felt like it needed some mending. Mm. And I just think like Brendan... You, you think that Brendan should have tried to keep yeah, him at the club? Yeah, I think he should have. I, I, I get what you're saying in terms of why Brendan should want to keep him. But why should Schmeichel's want to yeah. stay? I think he, he knows that he's kind of like his time is up at the club and the club isn't going to do anything exceptional next season. Yeah. So could, why, could, why? Could, could it be argued that Brendan was let down by certain players? You've you, you no. got Ihinacho in the team. Like he's, he's a very capable player. Yeah, but Ihinacho, yeah, he's a very capable player. But just like every pretty much all the players and a lot of players in the Premier League you just blow hot and cold um, with Leicester yeah so we're not we're not putting I, I'm, not, I get the feeling at the table we're not laying blame to Brent yeah definitely Rodgers. not because it was just, as as, as um, Joey said earlier like um, um, Brendan did all he could he, he could do at, um, at the season This uh, what's it called he lost for Fana. Um I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not Chelsea. having that. I think Brendan Rodgers to leave Leicester in the position he's left them in. It's a it's a it's a disgrace. No man, that's what happens. Like in terms of okay, boom, your team's not uh, what's it called? Your club's not winning. You, you said it as well. They're not. They didn't invest. They yeah, didn't they buy didn't a invest, player yeah. in, in the yeah. summer window. But so that, like, that, what kind of intent does that show to the manager? Okay, so about Joey, does he have a team that should be third or f- third from bottom in the Premier League? No, 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 no. no. Of course, so then he's so then he's done a poor job. But but no, hundred percent he has. But 
when you look at it holistically and you think, okay, cool, is this manager in a position he needs to be to thrive? Or is this manager, is he going to have to go above and beyond to motivate this team and motivate himself to get them in a position where they should be? And I think he has to, bro. I don't, I don't think he can turn up to his job and do his normal job. And then Leicester are going to finish mid-table. I think the way that the club is at the moment, they're in the right position, personally. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Uh, look, guys, I, we, I could sit hand down with you guys for ages, man. Mm-hmm. But look, we we, we got to try and... <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I'm the host, man. I, I hate this job, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be nasty on. <laughs> but, um, look, I want to bring this to a close to a little bit. Obviously, Everton versus Spurs, that ended 1-1. Two red cards in that game. Harry Kane with a penalty. Um, uh, a wonder goal from oh, Keane, Keane um, in the 90th minute. I thought that might be a bogey um, game for Spurs. That obviously, but obviously, with a point in that game, that 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 pushes Manchester United down to fifth. That makes it um, the top four race very, very, very um, enticing. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens with the games that follow on. I want to move on to the next segment really quickly. I'm going to really push you for quick responses. The back pages. The back pages is when we give our shout outs to a team, a player, a manager, somebody of note that you want to just say that, yo, you deserve your moment in the sun. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bobby Wendy's put his hands up. Um, shout out Roy Hodgson. Big, coming back. Big time. Big get time. points for, uh, for Palace. Yeah. Could Patrick Vieira have done that? Yeah, he could have. He could have. But... Um... It's football football is a fast is a fast game is a fast sport um, Patrick Vieira never had um, Crystal Palace having like 20 shots on goal like that mm. <laughs> and that that's my that. guy that's, mm. that's Uncle Pat is that what they were doing yeah yeah, yeah. Pa- Patrick was trying to play through the lines bro through the breaking lines but Roy Hodgson is straight defence to attack bro yeah, yeah. okay cool we're giving it to Roy Hodgson um, General B-Dot Bods um, I have to give it to Milan okay and what they did to Napoli Nice. And Napoli is a team to be reckoned with. Yeah. And the thing why that was so important is that in the Champions draw, they're, they're on the same side of the draw. Oof. So mentally, psychologically, yeah. I thought Napoli had that side, like they're getting to the final. Yeah, okay. Kind of put me in thing, okay, cool. Okay. There's something there for Milan in the Champions League if, they get, if they're doing that away from home. That's a good shout, man. That's a good yeah. shout. Joey Nomadi, what are you saying for me, bro? Yeah, I'm going to stay on the British Owls and mine's going to go to um, Alvarez. Yeah. Um, only because he kind of showed Man City, look, we've got another way to play football here, man. A lot of people, I think he reminded Pep of how they used to play and how easy and nice it was for them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when you've got a guy who's banging 500 goals a season, <laughs> it's hard and you forget where you came from. But I think Alvarez is doing a great job of reminding him Will he get game time? I don't know. I hope so. But it was just good to see him yeah. play and be in between the lines and be moving about. And I didn't know he had the same kind of like stature and dribbling as Aguero. The Aguero. way he keeps the ball was, was I was impressed, man. So it was yeah, just good man. to see, man. Crazy intensity, good, man. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a brilliant player. Yeah, good player. What, gonna, what you got for us, bro? Yeah, mine's going to go to, um, mine's actually going to go to Bolton. 
Yeah, yeah, I know it's crazy, right? Yeah, you, they want... you laughed at my hashtag thingy, and now you're no, going all the way down to Bolton. Let me tell you why. Bolton, once upon a they were very close to getting liquidated as a club. Yeah, very close to getting liquidated as a club, and they're one of the founding members of you know um, the of League One or whatever it is. Um, First division. Won, yeah, so but they've they what they won the EFL trophy. I think they beat Plymouth. Was it Plymouth? They beat yeah Plymouth four nil. Yeah, and yeah, to me, I just think that's a a, a big success story. Um, there's obviously I could have given it to Gabriel Jesus, <laughs> but you know that's too easy. Yeah, that that was my second choice to be fair. But, yeah. yeah, man. But yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in and putting up with us. This has been a brilliant episode. Thank you, bods. Thank you, Bobby Wande. Anytime, for, anytime. For jumping in and, you know, filling up the spaces. We'll have Dela Estrada, Marley Ma and Drayman back next week, I believe. Jerry Nomadic, it's been real. I've been your host, Drives, and we out. Peace out. Like Peace. and subscribe. Peace.